The emotional pain Vader felt was searing. It engulfed his heart like the flames on Mustafar did his body. Burning away anything remnant of Anakin Skywalker to peel back a new layer of everything evil to its core. There was immense emotional pain from the loss of Padme, the obligated slaughtering of the younglings, and the terrifying betrayal of the Jedi on that dark and heavy night. And with it all, the loss of his childhood self. The boy who had a dream to become the greatest Jedi whom ever lived. I will be the most powerful Jedi ever. Burned away and sealed to the fate of his own breath. This video's information is all canon and comes from the novel Lords of the Sith, a book that takes place after the events of Revenge of the Sith, focusing on Palpatine and Vader and their malevolent adventures. The book is filled with cool info I'm going to be covering for future content, however today we'll be looking at several things revolving around one premise, Vader's mask and the burnt face that it protected. How did it exactly make him feel every time he wore it, physically and emotionally? And the thing that I find the most interesting about this video in particular is how he felt about his loss to Obi-Wan. You might be surprised. At this point, the assembly of Vader's suit has passed its novelty, and he's now able to feel the connection to his powers and the deathly terror it pollutes into the soul of all those around him. Now, I've done many videos on characters' thoughts regarding certain situations and events, however, this one's different. In this one, we get to learn of the details that go very in-depth on Vader's thoughts during the ritual of donning his suit and his remembrance to his defeat. You underestimate my power! The events I'm about to read take place as he's opening his eyes from a deep Sith meditation in his pressurized chamber. Let's begin. Vader completed his meditation and opened his eyes. His pale, flame-savaged face stared back at him from out of the reflective black transparasteel of his pressurized meditation chamber. Without the neural connection to his armor, he was conscious of the stumps of his legs, the ruin of his arms, and the perpetual pain in his flesh. He welcomed it. Pain fed his hate, and hate fed his strength. Once, as a Jedi, he had meditated to find peace. Now, he meditated to sharpen the edges of his anger. He stared at his reflection a long time. His injuries had deformed his body, left it broken, but they'd perfected his spirit, strengthening his connection to the Force. Suffering had birthed insight. An automated metal arm held the armor's helmet and faceplate over his head, a doom soon to descend. The eyes of the faceplate, which intimidated so many, were no peer to his unmasked eyes. From within a sea of scars, his gaze simmered with controlled, Harnessed fury. The secondary respirator, still attached to him, always attached to him, masked the ruins of his mouth, and the sound of his breathing echoed off the walls. Drawing on the force, he activated the automated arm. It descended, and the helmet and faceplate wrapped his head in metal and plasteel, the shell in which he existed. He welcomed the spikes of pain when the helmet's neural needles stabbed into the flesh of his skull and the base of his spine, unifying his body, mind, and armor to form an interconnected unit. When man and machine were one, he no longer felt the absence of his legs or arms, the pain of his flesh, but the hate remained and the rage still burned. Those he never relinquished, and he never felt more connected to the Force than when his fury burned. With an effort of will, he commanded the onboard computer to link the primary respirator to the secondary, and to seal the helmet at the neck, encasing him fully. He was home. Once he'd found the armor hateful, foreign, but now he knew better. 
he realized that he'd always been fated to wear it, just as the Jedi had always been fated to betray their principles. He'd always been fated to face Obi-Wan and fail on Mustafar, and in failing, learn. The armor separated him from the galaxy, from everyone, made him singular, freed him from the needs of the flesh, the concerns of the body that once had plagued him, and allowed him to focus solely on his relationship to the Force. It terrified others, he knew, and that pleased him. Their terror was a tool he used to accomplish his ends. Yoda had once told him that fear led to hate and hate to suffering, but Yoda had been wrong. Fear was a tool used by the strong to cow the weak. Hate was the front of true strength. Suffering was not the result of the rule of the strong over the weak. Order was. By its very existence, the Force mandated the rule of the strong over the weak. The Force mandated order. The Jedi had never seen that, and so they'd misunderstood the Force and been destroyed. But Vader's master saw it. Vader saw it. And so, they were strong. And so, they ruled. The main thing I took from this, besides the neural needles striking into his neck and his skull, donning his suit, which he actually enjoyed now, but rather that he actually now welcomes his loss to Obi-Wan, and that he's at peace with it, he actually prefers it. The fact that he sees it as fate, that his failure encouraged him to learn, is something that actually baffled me when I read it. It's because this is so true in life too, whenever we as humans feel discomfort and pain, we always evolve and move forwards. You always come out better than you were before, and that's exactly what Vader did. He was mentally stronger than he ever could have been, and if he remained a Jedi and lived the picture-perfect life with Padme, this power and understanding would never be unlocked. Now, he was who the Force had intended him to become. Darth Vader, Lord of the Sith, apprentice to the Emperor, and most of all, the Chosen One, to bring balance to the Force. When you hear the Jedi speak of balance, do you think they meant total balance or balance in their favor? Because if we look at the original trilogy, we can see balance was actually what happened. We had two Jedi, Obi-Wan and Luke, and two Sith, Darth Vader and the Emperor. However, I'm pretty sure when Mace Windu spoke of balance and Yoda spoke of balance, they merely meant as many Jedi as they could have and zero Sith. That to me is in balance. For it was through Anakin's decisions that led us into episode 8, and Luke's now newfound Jedi Academy, and the new laws that he wants to go with them. So do you guys think they meant total balance? Let me know your thoughts below. Thanks for watching guys, I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. I hope you all have a great day, and as always my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember, the Force will be with you, always.